the knowledge of good and evil. Love and hate. On its surface, you might believe you know what that means. After all, God said, Yaakov, I love. Esaf, I hate it. But you probably have misinterpreted it because you don't know what it means. What is love but acceptance? What is hate but rejection? Yaakov, I chose. Esau, I did not. And there could be a number of reasons why. But that's not the point. The point is, I chose this over that. Therefore, what? I love this. I hated that. I accepted this. I rejected that. I asked Mary, will she marry me? I told Jane, I don't want to marry you. No. I love and I hate relationship. Would you like the pork chop or the lamb? The lamb I love, the pork chop I hate. Well, if you're kosher, knowing you, you probably go for the pork chop and hate the lamb. Behold, I set before you today two choices, life or death, love or hate. Along the same line, use that same logic and understanding, the knowledge of good and evil. Alchemists have done it for millennia. The right usage, the wrong usage, the reward and benefit of the right usage of this, and the consequence of the wrong usage. And of course, there are those in science, in invention and convention of thought, that know, oh, if this ever gets in the hands of our enemy, you know what they would, you ready, use it for? Knowledge of good and evil. Aren't you curious when you've discovered something when you were a child that your parents used and you decided what you could use it for? Instead of using that knife to cut the butter, you can use that knife to throw it at your brother. Use a knife to cut the bread, cut the butter, or use it to throw it at my brother. Knowledge of good and evil. So you tend to prevent your children from eating from the fruit, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So you don't give them all of those other aspects of what you would call evil, not necessarily equating to something immoral, by the way. Knowledge that is not for them. The knowledge they should have, knowledge that is not for them. So we can understand that rather we are looking at the antagonist or the protagonist, the positive or the negative. It is not as simple as you may have discerned it. After all, I don't believe he was saying they couldn't eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil because he was worried that they might smoke weed <laughs> Of course, there are those of you who believe they were. 
or get drunk on the wine or the grapes of the trees. But it is just like you when you're training your children. You're very careful to give them the contrast because the contrast creates a great curiosity for them. Curiosity kills the cat. So you train them in the right thing. Many parents have forgotten this. Well, we can't keep it from them forever. Might as well tell them everything now. Expose them too soon. Good and evil. Love and hate. The choices that you make. The principle, metaphorically, allegorically, and literally, all work in concert together to form a single sentient being in the image of God to be at its apex, at its highest, to perform what it was created to perform, to be what it was created to be, to become. So many in Christianity, when people come to some semblance of faith, whatever that is, when they start the race at the beginning of wisdom, beginning of wisdom, that's your foot on the starting line. The first thing they tell you is to read the gospels. thus undermining their own goal to lead you to God. Well, it's funny how they make you skip everything that Jesus said it is written, and he was referring to what? He told them, you have Moshe and the prophets, meaning the Torah of Moshe and the prophets. Hear ye him. In other words, why weren't you teaching them Genesis? Is that not the first book of the gospel? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and you mean to tell me you didn't ground them in the kindergarten class of Genesis? You made them skip all of their development and put them in graduate school? That's the basis of how Christian theology teaches its children, going against the very thing that the graduate school is built on and the foundation. Oh, forget that. You can skip that. Well, you're doing with the New Testament what many do with drugs. Oh, just take this. You can open up your mind now. You don't, oh, let's skip these steps. Just take this and you can get through the night and pass the exam. Just take this steroid and forget the training. You can get those muscles to look like Hercules in a week instead of a year. Forget the proper path, forget the proper training. Let's just get high quickly. Let's get drunk fast. Let's open up our mind to the ethereal, spiritual, mystical 
Let's not develop, let's not grow, let's not build that house slowly, surely, securely, and well. Let's skip the steps. Ah, skip this. Let's just get right to it. Let's just get in the hotel, in a motel, or the back of the car, and let's just do it now. In the elevator, in the office, on the desk, wherever. It doesn't matter. Let's just skip the courting. Let's skip learning about each other. Let's skip waiting for the answer. I'm impatient, and I want it now. Nobody waits for God, and nobody even waits for themselves anymore, much less wait for God. Nobody takes a year to court someone to decide after the year that this is not the person. You rush into faith without the foundation. You rush into relationships without the foundation. You rush into joy and pleasure without the foundation and even financial success. You want it quick, you want it fast, and you want it wrong. Quick gotten riches are ill gotten riches. It's unsustainable. A house that's built on sand, not rock. The gospel begins in Bereshit, the Hebrew word for Genesis. There is a reason why it is called Genesis, not Matthew. There is a reason why it is called the Testament, not old. I suggest. Get ready. Get on your mark. Get set. Go. Adonai, Hinemi, Shema, Tefilati Vehish Tamesh P.
Let's be. 